Good morning and welcome to Over the Garden Fence, brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of 12th Street and Millam Road. And here is your host for Over the Garden Fence, the one, the only, <laughs> Andy Waddell. I did the same thing for Roger. You did. The one, the only. <laughs> it's, you know, we're all working on a holiday weekend, so you are now the one, the only. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just give me the keys. I'll close up afterward. Of course. <laughs> I'm out of here. Have a good day. Tip your servers. I do vacuum, too. <laughs> you doing good today? I am doing well. I I can tell it's right around Memorial Day because my hay fever is raging like oh. you wouldn't believe. <laughs> yep. Wow. Well, it's... um, you're, the, cher- the, the black cherry are flowering pretty heavily, and, and some of the other things, like uh, elm is flowering right now, and so some of those... Um, that pollen is floating around everywhere. So, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry about that. But, oh, that's fine. We got, um, Jim, you've given us a pretty good forecast this weekend. Yeah. Sunny. Um, so, well, I'm not responsible for hey, that. No, it's, no. it's Matt Kirkwood. It's the, all on him. The powers of B, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it has been very nice to see. Uh, we'll talk about the uh, other sides of sunny weather, and that's the, uh, the little drought we're having. But, Oh, we have a caller already? Yeah. Wow. How did that happen? Well, that's great. Yeah, let's, well, well, I did say, you know, it's a great day to go ahead and get it. You bet. Garden, let's, so. let's start with a caller. Let's do that. Uh, Sue, good morning. Welcome to Over the Garden good Fence. Good morning. Sue, well, how can I help? My question is, uh, is it too late to trim our pine tree? Sue, it is actually perfect time to prune pine trees evergreens or any kind probably at our farm we usually prune all evergreens june 15th to august 1st and the reason is let the new growth come on the new foliage pushes out you can see the old wood and the new wood a little bit better and it'll actually harden off instead of pruning in the fall when sometimes the the evergreen can't callus over so you've got plenty of time well um so sue what kind of uh, evergreen is it you know, we're not entirely sure. <laughs> so I wish I could give you more information Sue, that's, on that. It's just a good uh, rule of thumb. After really the very last frost is when I like to try start trimming. First of June, 15th of June, uh, you got plenty of time. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. We always enjoy your show. Sue, thank you me. have a project. Have a good day. Okay, thank you. All thank, right. Thank you, Sue. You know, we had that uh, frost advisory the other morning for uh, <clears throat> counties a little bit north of here. That's, it was. It's, it's, it's a little bit late in the season yeah. for that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. The other, uh, uh, I think that frost warning, I think it got 3941 here. It was still a very crisp morning, mm-hmm. we'll call it. So, hey, before we get started, I just wanted to say um, maybe Happy Memorial Day needs to go out to our vets, veterans, all weekend. You know, those vets, veterans are family members of yours, friends of yours, uh, siblings, dads, moms, grandparents. So maybe give them a call. Maybe they don't want to talk, but maybe listen to them. Um, Jim, I've heard uh, one, one family was actually taping the veteran 
before the, some of those things are, are uh, uh, lost. You know, once they're gone, they're gone. You know, yeah. some of that information. So pictures are worth a thousand words when we see our uh, veterans come in and they have their hat on and which which ship they served on. You know, it's good to give, give them the respect and say, hey, thanks for serving. So yeah. they're proud to uh, to tell you where they were. And sometimes uh, um, some of those are hard times to talk about for some of the men and women. So, <clears throat> so good morning veterans. Good morning, gardening friends. Good morning to our clients tuning in this morning. Now, good morning to my best landscape foreman and son, Caleb, who's out at six o'clock this morning, Jim, trying to finish up a landscape <laughs> job at Wood for Woodells. You know what? Good morning to the rest of the family, including my youngest son who had a birthday weekend this morning, my beautiful wife, my big sister who always listens in as a great fan. I've got great friends, Jim, Tracy, and Rob, who always listen in, as well as great staff and great employees at Waddell's Garden Center. Now, Jim, I say, <clears throat> wow, that's a lot of good mornings. <laughs> but you know what? Later on, the reason is, I'm actually saying good morning to a special guest and friend and employee, Gary Miller, who works with me at Waddell's, to talk a little more in depth, and we're digging in, everybody, <laughs> about our conversation about soils. Let's get the dirt, or the lowdown, on dirt. Now, <clears throat> we want to make sure, Jim, there's a difference between dirt and soil, and we'll tell you the difference in a while. So, um, how was your week? How's the yard? Everything growing? Everything including the weeds? Lots of beautiful 60s, 70s, and 80s. Low in the 30s, brr, and 40s at night, but good sleeping weather. Highlights actually have been coming on because we did get, a couple, three, four weeks ago, some 80-degree weather. Things came on and started flowering, but then it cooled down. So then a lot of things have been blooming for many weeks that some years we don't have an opportunity to look at. For starters, actually, I wanted to say some highlights in our yard this week is actually so much that it's hard to list. But here it goes. I'll actually say, for starters, I looked out the back porch the other night and actually looked at the layers in the landscaping. And the first time it actually caught me off guard looking at the depth of the design that we had done many years ago and starting to fill in. The backdrop against the fields is eastern white pine, Canadian hemlock, and dawn redwood. That makes my backdrop or the border on that east side of the property. Now, um, <clears throat> our property, Jim, is uh, surrounded by fields, so a lot of our spots, north, south, east, I'm sorry, East, south, and west are all wide open, about a mile of open fields before anything. <clears throat> uh, it's pretty windy, let's <laughs> put it that way. I got a little protection on the north side. So that evergreens made a great backdrop um, in the yard. Now next, as I layer down, is crimson frost birch. Emerald green arborvitaes that make that second tier as you work down in the landscaping. The next tier, I actually have a very um, uh, loving wife that loves weeping varieties of trees. So we have many weeping varieties of trees, and we have Luessa weeping crab. 
and Korean dogwood that's just starting to flower. Now my last layer starts getting down around the base where some of the shrubs are. But instead, weeping white pine, dwarf Japanese maples, and a lot of nice lilacs all in full bloom still. The perennials fill in all the gaps, along with some of the <clears throat> ornamental grasses. Perennials that are coming up, including those ornamental grass, chives, hosta, virginia, just to name a few of the early spring flowering items. Really, true highlights in the yard, though, is, and I bet you will all agree, Marisi Double File Viburnum, or Shasta Double File Viburnum. It's stunning upright flowers is in full flower <clears throat> in full bloom right now in procession as it lines up the stem, all waiting to bloom. It's such a stunning variety of viburnum. The beach family in our yard is also another variety that is just almost breathtaking from European purple pendula to the upright tricolor beach with its pink, red, and white vibrant foliage. It's actually, it looks like it's in flower, <clears throat> but it's just a foliage. It's vibrant and stunning. So, uh, Jim, there's uh, a lot of uh, nice sun right now. Oh, yes. But with sunny and warm weather, where is the rains? Crop Report <clears throat> has actually said, right now we are reporting the 2nd May in Michigan. The poor farmers trying to get their crops in as we were uh, um, going back and forth to work this week. You can't even see the tractors. The dust cloud almost a quarter mile long and many feet high uh, covering the men and women trying to get our <clears throat> Michigan crops in right now. It is dry. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I noticed that driving around myself. Yeah. Yeah. And the, they, uh, you, you have to get them in. I mean, so... Uh, Working with a gentleman yesterday, he owns a quite a large firm, and they're actually having to irrigate before they plow. And <laughs> you really don't want to do that. You want to get the crops in, and you're waiting for it to dry out, and all of a sudden it's gotten dry out. Yeah, it's, it was a relatively wet April, so yeah. to speak, but then we swung into May, yeah. and that started out a little bit on the wet side, but as as the month progressed... No, not so much. You know, no. the call for rain, we maybe had a few sprinkles, but sprinkles do not no. water no. the gardens. No. No. And um, <clears throat> when we are working in planting trees and you need mechanical augers to auger in the trees, the ground is so hard and the hydraulics break, that's how hard that ground is right now, everybody. Yeah. So yeah. Um, we're going to um, just know that moisture probably is in our forecast, but it may be a ways away. It might be a week or 10 days. So again, poor farmers, but guess what? Poor fresh plantings. Daily water is needed if you're doing vegetables, annuals, perennials, trees, shrubs, and evergreens, plants that are normally watered at a nursery or a greenhouse on a daily basis cannot be forgotten about. Deep root watering, um, we had just recently planted some uh, L.A. Dreaming hydrangeas, everybody. And I'll tell you, they are in the right spot. They're perfect. But in the morning, they're fine. By the beating heat of the day, even in the part shade, they want to weep. And you know what? I put hydrate or high, I put moisture on them about lunchtime. And uh, I'll be darned. They pop right back. And by evening, they come right back. You know what? Um, 
plants just right now are very dry. So uh, we take a break here in a second. I have um, some watering 101 that we want to talk to people about. Yeah, that's a great idea, especially you know, with everything going on right now and the whack of rain. Yeah, exactly. Um, three ways you can join us, 382-4280 or 877-382-4280. If you don't want to talk to us on air, you can uh, text it in to 80373, and we'll, I'll read the question to Andy, and we'll go from there. Or you can email me, jim.lawless at wkzo.com. We'll get back to more of Over the Garden Fence after this on 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO. Today's the final day to enjoy great savings during Waddell's Nursery Floors and Garden Center's 77th anniversary celebration. The Waddell family and staff want to thank everyone who've made Waddell's their first choice for plants, flowers, and garden supplies over the past 77 years. Stop in to take advantage of great anniversary savings. Save 23% on any lilac or viburnum shrub in stock. Or Easy Care Blooming All Summer Get Geraniums on sale for $5.46. To add a tropical feel to your gardens or planters, get canna lilies. All three colors are on sale for just $10.77. For gorgeous blooms every spring, get a Royal Raindrop Crabapple Tree. They're on sale for $99.77. Keep weeds out of your lawn with Weed Free Zone. Get the 5,000 square foot bag for only $28.77. But hurry in, Woodell's 77th anniversary celebration ends today. Woodell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millen and 12th Street. The station that makes you feel like home when you're listening to Detroit Tigers baseball. Been the home of the Tigers for over 75 years. 590 and 106.9 FM. WKZO. And 12.45 this afternoon, Tigers and White Sox game three of their four-game series from Comerica Park. We won't discuss last night's game anymore. I I, I gave you the score in the 8.30 hour. I'm not repeating it. It was oh, no. not good. Oh, no. Okay, I guess I am repeating it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, White Sox 12, Tigers 3. And a certain pitcher for the Tigers got roughed up again, and I kind of see him going down to Toledo at some point. Huh. So I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, we can do a rebound. You know, there, there's yeah. the next game. Oh, yeah. yeah. And this is why we play 162. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. And people will say that the season is too long. No, it's not. Yeah. If, they, if we could play in the winter, I'd do it. Hey, we're lining up our target. We're lining up our Tigers game with our family to go over there. We enjoy yeah. a good Tigers game, a good uh, Detroit Tigers uh, hot dog, and um, just sit in the bleachers. And I, I love cheering them on. So, and, and or or the Whitecaps, you yep. know, or your local uh, high school team. So mm-hmm. let's go over watering one hundred and one because it, it actually sounds funny. Um, somebody knows that just I'm going to set the sprinkler up, or I have sprinklers. All my plants are being taken care of. Really? Are the sprinklers meant for your plants or for your lawn? So just remember, <clears throat> a good way to uh, um, to test is to get a rain gauge. Stick it where your sprinkler is running, everybody. Maybe you can find out. Put it next to a shrub. Is your sprinkler actually hitting the plant or not? Okay, sometimes you might find out that your irrigator in your lawn is meant for your lawn and not for your plants. We have many types of soils here in Michigan from sandy loam, good loam, heavy clay, regular clay. So just remember, as far as watering, it is very important right now. We water at Waddell's um, pretty much seven days a week. 
and we're not there. We're wadding automatically. So maybe the issue is getting proper irrigation. How about drip irrigation? How about using our brand new irrigator called the tree hugger? The tree hugger is a 360 degree circular um, sprinkler that opens up in uh, clamshell design and then goes around a trunk of a shrub, tree, perennial, and then can water in a 360 degree circle. We're putting in, um, we're putting in plants right now that are at job sites, Jim, and they they don't even have the water hooked up yet. Wow. So we are using do-right tree bags to irrigate. You fill the bags and they soak or bleed or secrete. And I know we get a, a caller coming in. I'm just mm-hmm. saying to everybody, yeah. a little watering 101, and we can go back to that. Yeah, exactly. Paul joins us right now on Over the Garden Fence. Good morning, sir. Hey, Paul. How Good are morning. you? How can I help? Great. Two questions for you guys. Please. Um, my yard looks great from the road. When I mow it, it's spotty. I was going to fertilizer it. I'm just curious what is a generic fertilizer do all kind of thing, a granular. I like about three acres. Okay. I would go. Fertilome has a great second application. So you've already put down crabgrass control a long time ago. That was probably, um, you know, April, May. And so you might find where um, that could go on a light application on a three acre area. Um, you might, are you thinking anything, Paul, with, uh, um, weed control, you could do a, a, a weed and feed by fertile loam. You could do it on a morning when it's dewy. And so the foliage is a little moist and will the, uh, weed control will stick to the stick to the foliage and do a little summer weed control at the same time. If you don't have that, you could just do a straight lawn fertilizer. That'd be something that you could do right now. <clears throat> Can I buy that in bulk, or is that coming in like fifty pound bags or something like that? Because I got what I got is a th- compact utility with a cyclone spreader. Yeah. So, unfortunately, on bulk that would only come from like a farm bureau. But on three acres, you you would uh, you know that that would be something that even like a partial pallet of the fifty pounders or ten thousand or fifteen thousand square foot bags probably would be by the time you bought bulk and they have to load it, unload it with forklift and stuff like that. I, I'm not sure if I've seen fertilizer in bulk on a, re, on a residential level, but stop in. I know the uh, Fertilome is a quite a competitive priced item. You could always, I know a, the normal Paul was years ago doing 12, 12, 12. It's just a generic fertilizer. Well, you could go that same route, spending the same with that Fertilome uh, lawn food. So second question. Second question. I got the worst mold. Anything granular that I can add into this or put on my yard oh, to yeah. take care of that? Or, Guaranteed you know. that. Repel-X is one of the best granulars. And it, all it does is take that mold and pushes it, not necessarily to your neighbor, but pushes it away from uh, from the lawn, those problem areas. My dad had native on all four sides and the lawn looked like a golf course because starting at the Repelix and working at the house, pushing the moles away, you will find that that creates a barrier. Now the mole that's there, Paul, you might wanna find, there's living runs and eating runs. Maybe pushing those living runs and eating runs down with your feet one night. Going out the next morning, you might discover that some of those runs they only use once and some of the runs they live in. Those runs they're living in, 
you could actually get a stick and open up a hole. Don't touch it with your hands. And we have poison bait that could at least get them started immediately. And then that repellex, you would want to water in right away waiting for rain. Obviously, three acres if you have irrigation. If you don't, we'd have to wait for the rains to kind of work that repellex in. But that comes in a granular that you could spread on at the same time. Okay, thank you. Yeah, Paul, you got a project. <laughs> those, those moles right now, and if you, <clears throat> they are living in little mounds there, Jim, and they, you hit them with the mower and poof, the <laughs> dirt goes everywhere. There you so, go. Thank yeah. you, Paul. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, guys. All yeah. right. So, um, yeah, that lawn can be uh, a challenge right now for sure. Moles right. are out, and uh, um, I, I guess a key thing is lifting plant material up or a rock or an item that's been on the yard for quite a while. If your underside is loaded with grubs, chances are you need to get some grub control down. So Bugetta, Fertilome has a... Uh, um, a granular could be put on that would uh, alleviate the grub control. Repellex definitely with the moles, definitely pushing them out. So with the watering 101 we're talking about, I am looking definitely at also most of our projects, Jim, we've been suggesting to people drip irrigation. It keeps the water off the house. It's smart. It's kind of like smart watering. The plant goes to the water goes to the plant and not to your weeds. It's <laughs> so kind right, of a, right. a bonus. And um, uh, sometimes with the do right tree bags too, you might find that uh, um, those bags slowly bleed the water over a brand new planted tree. So I just uh, um, some ideas. If you have questions on watering, if you think your irrigation is working, again, I might suggest putting on a rain gauge near the plant where you're thinking it's getting watered, running your irrigation, then coming out. You might be very unpleasantly surprised. <laughs> so, there you go. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and hit a break, and, uh, and I believe your special guest is oh, standing nice. by on the line, so uh, we'll get to him in just a moment with more Over the Garden Fence right here on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. Weddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center has a beautiful selection of furniture for outdoor living areas that would be perfect for your outdoor entertaining. And right now, it's all 20% off. If you've been wanting to give your deck or patio a facelift, check out the eucalyptus wood sets available at Weddell's made of top quality eucalyptus wood for years of enjoyment. The Plow and Hearth All-Weather Wicker Set includes two chairs, two ottomans, cushions, and a table. Weddell's also has many choices of metal benches that are functional as well as decorative, and they're all 20% off. Or get a chat set like the green metal table set that would be a great focal point for a garden or small patio. Now's the time to pick out just the right piece of furniture for your outdoor living area, but hurry in because the 20% off deal ends today at 6. Sure, you could buy outdoor furniture just about anywhere, but Weddell's carries furniture that lasts for years. Give your outdoor living area a whole new look at Weddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Nine twenty-eight over the garden fence with Andy Waddell continues on WKZO. Hey, thanks everybody for joining us. And um, <clears throat> last week we were talking about dirt. Oh, uh, maybe not even dirt. We were talking about soils and uh, um, some of the pros and cons to soil, and really some of the results that your plants will give. And I just brought a friend, employee, and um, uh, great knowledge. Gary Miller, and uh, 
Good morning, Gary. And I just wanted to maybe think we could talk about soils for a few minutes. Welcome, Gary. Yeah, good morning. Yeah, thanks for uh, for tuning in to WKZO over the garden fence. Now, Gary, last year when we kind of left, last week when we talked about our soils, we were talking about pH being too high or too low, you know, using lime to sweeten or sulfur to, uh, to uh, get your pH down. Now, I've heard actually pH too high or too low can actually lock up nutrients. Am I correct? Kind of as a, as a general rule of thumb? Yes, uh, that is correct. So most soils, you usually run around six to seven, though. With We've had some influences from well water and that uh, sometimes that hard water will raise that pH. Um, sometimes some compost, depending on what source is. I know our compost at Waddell's has got a little uh, elevated pH, so you need to take that into account. The uh, low pH, when you get down in that acidic soil, so down below a six or so, locks up quite a few of those micronutrients. So um, calcium, magnesium, molybdenum, and the, uh, you know, even though they're micronutrients, plants don't need very much of those, but if they're missing them, they actually show the effects of it. That's right. Um, what's significant when you get into the um, very alkaline soils, so those high pH soils, you start losing the uh, ability for the plants to take up magnesium, uh, calcium again, and also iron, copper, zinc, manganese, cobalt, all micronutrients, but plants need a little bit of those to be a very healthy plant. That's right. What's really significant in the um, either high pH or low pH is that plants lose the ability to access nitrogen and phosphorus in the soil. So nitrogen uh, below 6 pH starts getting locked up in that soil. Above 7.5 starts getting locked up in that soil. Phosphorus is even a, a tighter window. Mm-hmm. So below six, phosphorus is locked up. Above six and a half, it starts getting locked up. And phosphorus and nitrogen and potassium are the three main uh, fertilizer um, you know, nutrients that plants need to grow. Phosphorus is really critical for plants to have that, that healthy foliage, set bloom, help develop roots. And that really uh, can affect those uh those plants, if that pH is too high or too low. That's right. That's right. So really, um, actually, my second question, so kind of the lady came in the other day and she had old pots, Gary. The pots were many years old. The soil was tired. And actually, she kept saying, well, I need new dirt. And I I just wanted to kind of ask your comment on the difference between dirt and soils, because really, Waddell's, I recommended composted cow manure, sphagnum peat moss, instead of topsoil. Why is that? Well, one, I'm going to go back to the dirt dirt situation. So dirt's used commonly as a term for soil. Uh, dirt is just basically dust. Um, can be that, that mineral composition of soil. But soil is so much more than that mineral composition. Uh, soil's got organic material in it. It's got little animals, microbes, earthworms. And so you need to have that healthy soil with all of those components. Um, I always like sharing the story when I was in high school, my agricultural advisor, um, who happened to turn into the uh, Kalamazoo County Extension agent eventually, Maury Kerser, mm-hmm. used to always correct us when we called soil dirt. And he said, soil is what plants grow in. Dirt is what your mother sweeps under the rug. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I always remember that. Uh, <laughs> That's right. But, but, but getting that, that organic material into the soil is very important because uh, it really helps 
balance that soil out. It gives a nice um, arable or tillable soil so that the roots have a chance to grow. Uh, the organic material acts like a sponge, so it helps hold moisture by those roots. So in a sandy soil, it's very critical. In a heavy clay soil, organic material is also very critical because that helps that drainage situation. Yeah. Uh, it also helps break down those clay um, beds or clumps of clay, and clay naturally forms those. And the more organic material you get in the soil, the smaller those, those clumps get. And yeah. so you end up getting uh, actually improving that clay soil. Um, I actually ran across an interesting fact. Um, now's a good time to do a census on your earthworms in your soil. Oh. So dig a square foot about seven inches deep and put that on a, on a you know, sieve or, or something or just a piece of cardboard mm-hmm. and count how many earthworms you have in that, that chunk of soil. And if you have 10 or more, you've got a very healthy earthworm comp- population. Mm-hmm. And earthworms need that organic material to help break down that, that or uh, that soil, they help aerate the soil, help make it better draining. Uh, I Interestingly, I dug a, a chunk of soil in my garden end of February, and I had uh, some maple leaves on for the wintertime, and ground wasn't frozen. I didn't even dig down seven inches. I dug down about four inches in that square foot, and I had 12 earthworms. Oh, in the there February, you go. In that four inches of soil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Gary, I know we use composted cow manure, sphagnum peat moss. We normally suggest that to folks. A, I know for a fact that um, some of our local universities will say only plant in native soil, but really there's not a lot of people that had native soil. Some of our, our contract and landscapers, our crews, they'll dig down four inches and run right into just dirt, concrete, sand, um, things that have been dumped into that area. And then uh, I'm going to, I'll let you comment, but real quick, I had um, my own composted cow manure story where um, somebody was having problems with houseplants, one after another, after another. And this lady just kept saying, I need, I need to bring them in. So she brought them in. Oh, we got to call her. And she was, um, Jim, putting on rabbit manure. Okay. Rabbits eat Eat lettuce, no problem. Mm-hmm. She, I said, when are you putting it on? Well, she said, oh, oh, after about a week when it turns brown. And so it was just, it was so fresh manure. It's killing everything oh, in boy. sight. So aged cow manure. Now, Gary, we got a we got a caller. Can we take a caller real quick, Gary? Sure. All right. Well, actually, I think I can link them both up, as a matter of fact. Let's try. Oh, no, I just oh, lost no. Gary. <laughs> I just lost Gary. Okay. Good morning. <laughs> Linda's on the phone, though. Linda, that's okay. Good morning. We can get Gary back good on morning. the phone. How are you? Um, I'm good. How are you? Good, good. And, How and, can I help? And we do need to break pretty quick. Well, oh. I just, um, I was listening to your program here, and that gentleman was asking about bulk fertilizer for the lawn. Yeah. And my husband said he might want to try Co-Alliance. Mm-hmm. And I've got their number. Okay. 269-679-5226. All right. You could call them and inquire about it, and, and then he'd have to set up how he would um, pick it up. Nice. Thank you. Thank yep, you, Linda. You're welcome. All right. Thanks for the advice. Hey, thank you, Linda. Are you want, do we want to break real quick? We want to break and see if I can get Gary back on the line. Yep. I believe he's trying to call back in right now, so we'll get back to him in just a moment on Over the Garden Fence on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. 
Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center is where Southwest Michigan begins to bloom. Proof is in the thousands of beautiful trees and shrubs purchased from Waddell's that now grace many landscapes. For 77 years, Waddell's has offered extra hardy, northern-grown plants that have beautified the Kalamazoo Portage area. Landscape plants are now arriving from Waddell's Nursery Farm, hundreds of beauties that would be perfect for your landscape. For a burst of bright color, get a crabapple tree. There are several sweet-smelling varieties to choose from. Another favorite are lilac shrubs. Lilacs are just starting to bloom. Choose from several varieties, including the Bloomerang Repeat Blooming Lilac Shrub. Want some instant shade? Get a Crimson Sunset Maple Tree. The extra large 10 to 12 foot size is on sale for just $149.77. Come visit with Waddell's Michigan Certified Nursery Specialist to help you decide which plants and products would be right for your outdoor living area. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center, open today until 6 p.m. Special Memorial Day hours, 9 to 5. Well, beautiful holiday weekend heading our way, and it begins today with the sunny to mostly sunny conditions. Just a few high clouds kind of drifting in at times. High temperature right around 80, gentle east wind. Tonight, mostly clear and cool. Low temperature right around 52. And for Sunday, mostly sunny, warm, and pleasant. High, a little warmer, right around 84 degrees. For Monday, back at it, Memorial Day, mostly sunny conditions. Warm and pleasant with a high temperature all the way up to 86. Tracking southwest Michigan's weather, I'm Storm Team 8 meteorologist Matt Kirkwood. And we are up to 62 in Kalamazoo at 590, 106.9 FM WKZO. Back to Over the Garden Fence with Andy Waddell, and we have uh, Gary back up on the line. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. <laughs> Sorry about it. Uh, Jim and me are pretty new in this. <clears throat> Not new here, but new in the studio, flipping switches. Sorry about that. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I made it back in. Hey, that's okay. Gary, we got a few more minutes, and Gary, I'm going to just quick comment on, again on the fertilizer. Um, the the folks are looking for for the three acres. I do know that Waddell's buys in truckloads. We buy direct from the factory. So a lot of times we we do try to offer competitive pricing on our fertilizer. So um, Paul, try to um, work with that lady um, number that she gave and uh, stop into Waddell's at the same time. So Gary, I wanted to talk about a Michigan favorite, and that's Dairy Dew and um, why we use that, and then a little bit about mics. And we just got a couple minutes here, but could you just, uh, why even the word mics, people are still, they're questioning, and the word dairy do is kind of uh, starting to get uh, the word around Michigan. Yeah, so dairy do is a Michigan-based company, and uh, they have composted cow manure. They, uh, some of their products, they have composted chicken manure litter in. Um, it's a fantastic product of products. And it's uh, pretty well, basically organic. Um, the nice thing about the dairy do is that they've got a lot of, besides the a little bit of nutrient value with the nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium, they've got, uh, I think they've said that they've done tests at 16 trace minerals. So mm-hmm. those trace minerals, those plants need just a little bit, and it really uh, helps those plants uh, get, get established. And then established plants helps feed those plants, too, just doing a top dressing with the uh, you know, an inch or so of dairy dew on, yeah. uh, on your vegetable garden or your annual areas. Yeah. And even perennials. Uh, but that also has a lot of organic material in the soil. So it's a very nice, healthy compost. It's very active microbially. Um, so it really helps that soil get going. It does. And, it does. Uh, so that, that's a really big benefit with the dairy dew. And then the mics, maybe um, we have uh, the last few years, Gary, and just trying to wrap up, I know the mics has just benefited everybody. Um, whether it's a vegetable gardener, whether it's a tree shrub, perennial person, somebody that is active in their yard, uh, giving them kind of the green thumb. 
Yeah, so mites, mites is mycorrhiza fungus, and there's different strains of the mycorrhiza. Um, it's unique because we're using Mother Nature to help plants uh, get established and continue to grow. Uh, the mycorrhiza fungus actually colonizes around the root system and feeds on the organic material. So that's also one of the important reasons why we want to make sure we have that organic material around that plant. And what it does is it, it forms that, that fungus around the root system and triggers and helps enhance feeder root growth on the plant. So the plants uh, really get helped as far as getting established with a new planting. But um, even on the existing plants, it helps maintain that root system. Yeah. And it's a symbiotic relationship with the plant. So as long as the plant's alive, the mycorrhiza is alive. That's right. And it's, like I said, it's a neat way to use Mother Nature to help plants grow. Yeah, yeah. Well, Gary, I thank you. If you guys want uh, watering 101 sheets, we have those at Waddell's. We have information on Dairy Dew and Mike's at Waddell's. And then we take a quick break. And uh, yeah. uh, I got one more thing I want to add before we leave. So, Gary, thank you for being with us. You're welcome. All right. Everybody have a good weekend. You bet. We'll wrap it up on Over the Garden Fence next on WKZL. Today's the final day to enjoy great savings during Waddell's Nursery Floors and Garden Center 77th anniversary celebration. The Waddell family and staff want to thank everyone who've made Waddell's their first choice for plants, flowers, and garden supplies over the past 77 years. Stop in to take advantage of great anniversary savings. Save 23% on any lilac or viburnum shrub in stock. For easy care blooming all summer, get geraniums on sale for $5.46. To add a tropical feel to your gardens or planters, get canna lilies. All three colors are on sale for just $10.77. For gorgeous blooms every spring, get a Royal Raindrop Crabapple Tree. They're on sale for $99.77. Keep weeds out of your lawn with Weed Free Zone. Get the 5,000 square foot bag for only $28.77. But hurry in, Woodell's 77th anniversary celebration ends today. Woodell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Milliman 12th Street. And back to Over the Garden Fence as we wrap things up with Andy Waddell. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I want to say a little bit at the end of our anniversary week, thank you, Southwest Michigan, for 77 years here in uh, the Kalamazoo County area. We just, uh, we love our friends. We love our community. And uh, it's just nice to see um, maybe on a stop into Waddell's all the things we are talking about that have had a chance to bloom <laughs> I've never seen so many flowers, Jim, outside. So lilacs to redbud, a lot of things are in bloom. So maybe the day is come down and do a stroll. Um, think about that uh, veteran that maybe you could uh, do a little planting, maybe something yeah. that you yeah. can give to them this weekend. So Yeah, there you go. You bet. Thanks for having me. Hey, you have a fabulous holiday weekend, sir. I will. You Our, too. And thank you for listening to Over the Garden Fence. Tune in each Saturday after 9 a.m. for Over the Garden Fence. Brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of 12th Street and Millam Road. Right here on WKZO. Driest.